I want to go to Central Park and drink coffee. Coffee, 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 coffee. Coffee. Welcome to Catholic Kettlebells. I'm your host, Brianna, from briannag.com. Catholic Kettlebells is for you, the busy working mom that's trying to be healthy and strong, but find yourself wondering, am I doing this right? I want the best for you, so any advice I may give is not a substitute for professional help. If you struggle with eating or exercise disorders, depression, diabetes, mortal sin, or any other medical or mental issue, please seek professional guidance for your unique situation from a doctor, priest, or other licensed professional. Join me now to see how your faith ties into exercise, get a lot of hope, and stop hating yourself. I just know my dog is going to bark throughout this whole thing, but hopefully he won't. So what are we talking today? Hello, my fellow busy working mom, my Catholic kettle bell. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Are you a coffee lover? Are you a coffee drinker? I never drank coffee until I was about 31 years old. Um... My dad loves coffee, so I grew up walking into the kitchen, smelling the beautiful aroma of coffee, but I didn't want to drink it. I did not like the taste. It did not taste the way it smelled, but I did love the smell of coffee. I just could not stand the taste. So my dad drinks his coffee black I don't think I ever remember him putting any cream or anything in it at all. So that could be why I did not like it. So when I was 31, I started my new job and it was in an office. Before that, I had worked out of my apartment and I would travel to my retail stores and, you know, talk about my product and do little presentations and so I had a home office. I didn't have any coworkers. I didn't have all the fantastic workings of an office. <laughs> if you watch the TV show, The Office, you know a lot of that stuff is true. <laughs> so when I did begin working in an office, I found that all of my coworkers drank coffee, um, practically all of them. And I couldn't stand the taste, like I told you, so I was not a coffee drinker. Well, then it started getting really cold in the office. The building is kind of old and it might be really freezing in your office come December and January. So I attempted to drink coffee just so that I could stay warm and it grew on me. I don't know how, it just did. So I started drinking coffee and now I'm an avid coffee drinker. I have a cup of coffee every morning. I cannot wait. It's one of my top two favorite things to do in the morning. The other one is my morning time with the Lord. Um, I've been getting up early for over a year now, for a year. Um, So when I'm late to work, most of the time, it's because I didn't want to stop praying. Um or sitting with the Lord, listening, or reading my Bible. Um, Sometimes I am late because I went to bed too late, or I couldn't get to sleep. And, you know, 
I didn't hear the alarm. That happens every now and then, but usually it's because I don't want to stop my prayer time. So anyway, I have my lovely, delicious, scrumptious cup of coffee in the morning um, when I'm reading. So I started drinking coffee there at my new office, but I had to make it really sweet. How do you like your coffee? Do you make it really sweet? Now, if you are watching what you're consuming, you're trying to reduce your sugar intake, you probably drink your coffee black. If you are fasting and you want to drink coffee, the way you want to drink your coffee is black. No sugar added, no sweeteners, uh, no creamer, nothing. Just straight, plain, black coffee. That's the way to do it. Um, but not me. When I started drinking coffee, it had to be super, super sweet. My dad tasted my coffee once and he said, Brianna, that is not coffee. That is a dessert. Because I would have to put creamer and I wanted flavor creamer if there was flavored creamer available. I also wanted like one or two little things of sugar. And I found that fake sugar is sweeter than actual sugar. So if I had to use actual sugar, I would have to put a lot more teaspoons of sugar in it. And then I needed to add syrups. I wanted caramel, not caramel, I wanted hazelnut syrup. I wanted vanilla syrup. And that is how I would drink my coffee. That's why my dad said, this is a dessert. It's not coffee. So that was before I had my second child. And with my second child, that's really when I had trouble losing weight. That's when I gained those 30 pounds I always talk about. Um, so I knew, okay, I can't be drinking coffee like this. So I started weaning myself off. I, you know, got rid of the syrups and then I got used to that. And then I started reducing the amount of sugar over time. I had to get used to just having a little bit less. Let a month or so go by and then I would add just a little less than I had in the past. So over time, I weaned myself off and I got to where I was drinking the coffee black with nothing in it. I was so proud of myself because that definitely took time, effort, and sacrifice. Uh, it was so difficult not to sweeten it up. But I didn't want to intake all of that sugar because if it wasn't for that dessert coffee of mine, I really wasn't having a lot of sugar. And it was impacting my progress. So, And then if you want to fast, there's no way you can have a cup of coffee with all of that sugar. It's going to break your fast. Any amount of sugar will break your fast. That's why if you want to drink coffee while you're fasting, it has to be black. Yeah, you can still get results if you add a tablespoon of creamer in there. I know I've done that. When I've done some hardcore fasting, I still added a tablespoon of liquid creamer and I still saw results. Now, what I did notice 
is when I was supposed to be fasting all day and I would sip on coffee all day. If I put creamer, now when I say sip on coffee all day, I mean I'm nursing like two cups of coffee over several hours. Uh, Sipping on it, reheating it, sipping on it some more. Um, I like, I could really nurse a cup of coffee or two. I can really stretch them out. When I did that, and I, even though I wasn't eating any food, it impeded my progress. I might as well have been eating, which was, I'm like, well, what's the point of me fasting if for weight loss, if I'm not seeing any results, I might as well be eating. And then if you're fasting also too for the religious aspect of fasting, you're supposed to be sacrificing. And I can't be sipping on this coffee with sweetness over a bunch of hours. It's bring me, you know, nice, happy, warm thoughts in the office while I'm working. And I'm not fasting because my body's not responding as if I were fasting. It's fake. It's kind of like fake food. It's suppressing my hunger. It's filling me. Um, now, of course, it's not filling me like food, but it's keeping me in there. It's keeping me in the game. I don't feel hungry than when, compared to when I don't drink any coffee at all during those fasting hours or when I just have the one cup of coffee with the one tablespoon of creamer or less. It's a big difference. If you have had trouble with your health and weight loss journey and you're a coffee drinker, I invite you to take a look at what you're putting in to your coffee. How much sugar is there? How much creamer is there? You might think it's not that much, but I'm telling you from experience, it does make a difference. When I don't drink coffee at all while fasting, I feel, I don't feel full. I feel like, um, like you feel when you are fasting. You feel uh, uh, the hunger's there. You feel your stomach. You feel yourself going into ketosis. You feel yourself, um, you, I don't know how to explain it. I can feel when my body goes into ketosis and I'm not doing keto. Um, I'm not doing it that way. Um, just straight up fasting. The coffee makes a difference. The closest to true fasting with coffee is just drinking it black. Um, or just don't drink it at all. If you haven't been able to lose pounds, look at what you're putting into your coffee. How often are you having coffee? It's easy to load that up with sugar, even if it's sugar-free. Like, it's it's gonna make a difference, especially if you use a lot. I have a great, sweet, dear coworker, and half her coffee is creamer, or it feels that way. She puts a lot. I actually had to start using a measuring spoon. So I have a little tablespoon that's a measuring spoon and it sits there by the coffee maker and I measure the creamer 
measure my one tablespoon and dump it in there. If you can use less, go for it. I just really want a lot of creamer, (laughs) but I don't want to let my efforts go to waste. I want to see a difference in my health and exercise efforts. I want to see that difference in my body and in my health. You know, I... Back when I was having super sugary dessert coffee, I wasn't drinking it every day, but now I am. So there's no way I can be consuming that much sugar and sweetness in coffee alone. That's going to be aside from the snow cones. That's going to be aside from the sugar found in my favorite Mexican uh, rolled up tortilla chips, Takis. That's going to be aside from all the sugar that's hidden in your your juice, your milk, your wine, your whatever. Sugar is everywhere. So I told myself I cannot keep this up. I have to wean myself off of this and I got to get to black coffee. Now the issue I ran into with black coffee, this might not be true for you, is that it just tore up my stomach. It just like made it hurt. It ripped it, running for the bathroom, all the horrible stuff that you can think of. It hurt. It felt like somebody was grabbing my intestines and twisting them. It is not good. No bueno. Um, So that's why I started drinking coffee with creamer again, but I took control of it. That's when I started implementing my little tablespoon to measure how much creamer was going in there. And yeah, I love putting two tablespoons in there. I do that on Saturdays and Sundays. It's my splurge days for coffee. But during the week, if I have coffee, which I usually do, I put my one tablespoon of liquid creamer. If you want to know what kind of creamer I like, my favorite's the French vanilla. I also like caramel. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the coconut. It's good. I know a lot of people that love it. I just really love the French vanilla or hazelnut or caramel or any combination of those. And I'm going to share with you the latest coffee discovery You might already know about it. I did not. I discovered it last week because my husband brought it home. He had gone to the grocery store. And if you know me, you know I do not go to the grocery store. Okay? Saving myself time. I have somebody else deliver groceries to me. I definitely recommend you get an app. Have your groceries delivered to your home. Okay. Back to the coffee. It's by H-E-B. So if you're in Texas, you should be able to find this. If not, get in contact with me and I'll I'll send you some. It's H-E-B brand commemorative collection and it's caramel coconut. I know I just said that I'm not a huge fan of the coconut creamer, but I do like coconut. And this is with caramel. And I did say that I like the caramel creamer. I love it. So this caramel coconut commemorative coffee by H-E-B, I was a little hesitant because I thought, oh, how much coconut is there? If it's too much, I might like it. It might be okay. But I didn't know what the balance was going to be between the coconut and the caramel. Oh my goodness. I am here to say It is fantastic. 
I love it. I highly recommend it. Like I said, if you don't live in Texas, you can't get to an HEB grocery store. Get in contact with me. I will try to send you some. I can't promise, but I will try. So if you're looking for something new, a new flavor, I love flavored coffee. If you come to my house, I have all kinds of flavored coffee. I do have a stash of just plain coffee um, and decaf. But me, I am drinking the flavored coffee. So the caramel coconut by H-E-B brand is so good. And that's it. I wanted to talk coffee because I love it. And you probably love it too. You're a busy working mom. You probably have at least a cup a day. Yeah. Sometimes we need it, right? Sometimes you just want to have some. And man, especially in the winter. Last year I gave up coffee for Lent and it was hard. It actually took me two or three years before I actually did it. So like two Lents, so that's two years, I thought I should give up coffee. And I said, no, I don't want to. I'm not ready. I can't, I can't, I can't give it up for Lent. I can't. So I did something else for Lent those two years in a row. And then that third year came by and I said, okay, if I couldn't bring myself to give it up for the past two years, that's a problem. I need to give this up this year. And I did. And, um, but I had gotten to where I was drinking two cups of coffee in the morning, one at home, one at work. And then every now and then I might have a half cup in the afternoon. There's no need for that. It's too excessive. Sometimes it would give me headaches. I think it's caffeine, caffeine headaches. I'm like, this is not good. I should not be consuming this much caffeine. There's no reason for it. So yeah, I am a coffee lover, a flavored coffee lover. And now I am a caramel coconut flavored coffee lover. All right, busy working mom. That's it for now. I wish you a beautiful, beautiful hot cup of coffee every morning. Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode, like it, share it, subscribe, give it a five-star review, share it with other busy working moms, help uplift them. And I just want to remind you, it doesn't matter what size you wear. It doesn't matter what the scale says. Your worth comes from being a beloved daughter of God. It's true. So no matter where you're at in your health, whole life journey, love yourself where you are today. Take small steps to get towards where you want to be. Focus on your health because you have one body. No matter what it looks like today, it is precious. It is beautiful. Be grateful for it. Take care of it. If you need help taking care of your body, if you don't know where to start, if you don't know how to get healthy, or if you just want to change up your routine, head over to briannag.com and I have a free instructional video for you. 
It's how to use kettlebells. And that is my weapon of choice for keeping off the fat. I exercise one hour a week. Kettlebells allow me to do that because it's weights and cardio rolled into one. So I do about three sessions, um, yeah, in a week. And each one is about 20 minutes. So that's one hour. So no, I'm not lying to you. (laughs) Um, And you've got time to spend with your kids, your family, your hobbies, whatever else that you want to do. You don't have to be living in the gym in order to be healthy, strong, and look and feel great in your clothes. You don't have to do that. So if you're interested in learning how to use a kettlebell, head over to briannag.com. I've got that free instructional video for you. I'm also going to give you my 10 delicious healthy recipes that help me drop and keep off over 30 pounds. It's all in the same It's all in the same thing. So head over to briannag.com. Once again, thank you for joining me here on Catholic Kettlebells and have a great rest of your day.